This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 57, Re-Engineering Your Marketing. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Hey there, welcome back. Jason Lynette here. Hope uh, 2016 is going well for you. And specifically what you're about to listen to is going to be a rather interesting conversation. And I'll give you the backstory on this. I've got my program, Hypnosis Business Bootcamp, which is actually currently off the market as it's about to relaunch under a new name, Hypnotic Business Systems. And then uh, I've also a trainer for Sheila Granger for the Virtual Gastric Band. And basically, there are private Facebook groups that I've launched in association with these two different items. And inside of one of those groups, we can call her a student, a student who went through one of the programs, Vicki Etchells, who's out in Victoria, British Columbia, asked the group a question. And it was a question that really, as soon as I saw it, I reached out to her to say, hey, can I call you up? Can we record a conversation on that? Because let's make a podcast session about it. And what you're about to listen to, the opportunity that landed in Vicky's uh, lap, as it were, was to be at a health fair and to be there talking about her hypnotherapy business, which by the way, if you head to victoriahypnotherapy.ca, that's her website. You'll hear us reference that again in this program. So this is going to be one of those sessions that I encourage you before you actually listen to it, grab a sheet of paper, open up uh, the notes app on your phone, open up a document. You're going to want to take some notes on this. There's going to be some resources that I make available to you as a part of this recording too, which if you just head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash healthfare, that'll redirect over to the show notes of this specific podcast session and the specific tool that you're going to hear Vicki and I talk about in this recording is one that if you're working on growing your practice and seeing more people, you're probably going to want to grab this thing. So head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash health fair. That'll bring you to this page. This is Vicki Etchells out in Victoria, British Columbia. Why am I now only realizing after talking to her for about an hour, she's Vicki in Victoria? Why didn't I crack a joke about that earlier? But I love that. So here we go. Re-engineering your marketing. Session number 57. I got involved in the UK, obviously you can hear where I'm from, it's no secret, and that was over, I'm going to say 25 years ago, I was interested, I saw a hypnotherapist myself, and then I, I started my training in the UK, NLP training is what I began in the UK, but came to Canada 20 years ago now, wanted to see a hypnotherapist in, in Victoria where I live, and um, went to see someone and found out she was um, starting training. And it was absolute pure interest from my part. I was so interested, you know, read much, as much as I could and, and basically got involved. Now, I qualified in 2005. However, I've had, over the last eight years, I had some medical issues. That has, I did see clients at that time, but prevented me from continuing doing that. But over the last 18 months, I've, you know, actively now, this is the time for me to launch my business. Uh, I'm pretty much specializing or wanting to focus on the virtual gastric band at the moment. That's my specialty, uh, as in that's the niche market I've chosen. 
And I would very much like to promote that at the show because I think I'm only one of three hypnotherapists in the city who actually do this program. Mm -hmm. And two of them I know don't advertise in any strong way with regard to that at all. And so I decided, well, this might be my niche. You know, there's a lot of us around here doing many good things. I mean, every one of them, I'm sure, is really good. I'm, I know them, some of them, but nobody's doing this. And so I thought, okay, Vicky, you know, you have to have a niche. So this is it. Which I'd kind of share an interesting side note. It's a conversation, as I mentioned in the introduction that I'm going to put ahead of this, the impulse for this conversation we're having now was the fact that you were in one of my private Facebook groups and mentioning that you're doing a health fair that's coming up. Meanwhile, here's another group, which I'll generalize this on purpose, but it was people talking about stage hypnosis and a specific style of show that some people do, some don't. Some people are big raving fans of it and others have strongly held opinions about it. And it kind of comes back to exactly what you just said, that we as the practitioner, we as the professional, we are the one who really sets the stage for what it is that we want to specialize in. So here you are choosing virtual gastric band as that specific niche market. And it's that phrase that you can't really be everything to everybody. And even so, I mean, the structure of my business actually is a bit of a general style practice. Virginia Hypnosis, if you look at the Virginia Hypnosis website, yes, I have. it's very much built to be a generalist style practice. Now, my style has always been that through my marketing, through my campaigning, through my advertising, that's where I'm then niching down. So, you know, I can get up at the networking event and only talk about public speaking. I can go to this other networking event and get up and only talk about stop smoking because right. that's the best format of really nailing that one specific thing. And the cool thing is, even though you're out there talking virtual gastric band, you've probably already had this experience. Here's the person who then goes, yeah, but I want to quit smoking. Can you help me with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So by having that niche, it really does position you with a higher regard. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Yes, I, I took yours and Sheila Granger's um, thoughts to hand and to heart because I thought, you know, I'm not excluding anyone else. I'm just saying, hey, this is a program that I believe in, works really well. And of course, I can look at other things if you have them, you know. I'm kind of going around it the opposite way to most people. I've had some feedback, well, why are you only doing this? Doesn't that eliminate others? And I've said, actually, I don't think it will. No. I mentioned this conversation in another Facebook group that was coming up. It just came down to we're not a match for everybody. And that could come down to all sorts of different items. Like, for example, I don't see sessions on the weekends or in the evenings. And I'm sure there's a segment of the population that eliminates me from Though I feel it is more important to me to work the hours that fit within my family schedule than it is to try to be that match for every single person. Yes, well, having some limitations, I'm just going to put it like that. My practice is part-time and I've chosen to remain part-time and this fits perfectly for me. Beautiful. And if I get more people, uh, sorry, when I get more people. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> when I get more people for other things, that's. As you're getting more people. <laughs> <laughs> As I get more people. Uh, but I've chosen this and I want to promote it. 
so well at the fair as well as I can, you know. Which I'd go ahead and hedge something off here because there may be some people and this is something that it's not specific to the hypnosis profession. I think it's specific to, well, it's general to any profession that there may be some people listening to this right now that would kind of bow out to go, well, I don't do virtual gastric bands, so this isn't for me. No, everything we're about to talk about could apply even if your specialty, I love this one. We had Laura King on the podcast a couple of months back, and Laura works with a lot of athletes. And a specific category she's doing a ton of work with is what's called dressage, which I believe is some form of dance choreography where there's a costume on a horse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> which, um, of course, my first statement had to be, I don't know, it sounds like an overworked market. Uh, no, <laughs> there's really no one else out there targeting that. So even if your specialty is something entirely different. Yeah, I mean, what one does for a health fair must apply to everything, you know? Well, it's where when you start to realize the applications of how to navigate a person from being curious about your product or service towards that ultimate point of here's my credit card number, I'm ready to do this. Oh, yes. To learn how to navigate someone along that pathway, it no longer really matters what the platform is. It no longer really matters so much about whether it's Facebook advertising, whether it's going out and giving live talks, setting up at a health fair is what we're specifically about to jump into, putting an ad in a newspaper. When you understand the formula of how to navigate someone along that process, then it becomes, you know, there's no longer this game of, hey, here's this local health and wellness magazine. Does that work? And the answer is, well, it's not a matter of it works or it doesn't work. It always comes back to the strategy. I actually have to admit, I caught myself on that just this week. There's a local health and wellness magazine that I've always posted a small advertisement in. Admittedly, I'm someone who doesn't typically spend a lot of money on print advertising. Yet when they suddenly said, it's $25 a year, I went, oh, yeah, here's my card number. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like, it's low enough. Yeah. Let's roll the dice, see what happens. Yeah. And I'm here at the three-year mark of running the same ad and... I was about to send them an email going, this still hasn't produced any business. I'm just not going to renew it this year. But then realizing again, it's never the platform. Oh, let's rephrase it. It's rarely the platform. It's more likely the strategy. So print advertising would not still exist if people were not having success with print advertising. Mm -hmm. Obvious statement. So working with them, I'm going to put more of a style of advertisement, kind of similar to what we're about to talk to about. So let's kind of get like an overview. What do you have in mind right now that you'd perhaps like to be doing at this upcoming health fair? Well, I'm an absolute newbie. I just know what I have available to me. And that's the size of the booth, mm -hmm. what I'm able to have in that booth. I was considering getting a banner made for Victoria Hypnosis, which is where I live, Victoria, BC. I was considering, well, I was going to ask you, brochures. I kind of want to give something to people, you know, mm -hmm. of course, talk to them. But people at those fairs always want to go away with something. Yes. And I was also considering doing, um, hey, you know, let me have your email to go into a um, draw for a whole session, you know, to win a whole session with me. Yeah. So that's as far as I've got. I didn't know whether to run a small advert, which I've never done in the newspaper prior to the fair, which is in March, to kind of say, hey, come meet me at the fair. 
I really haven't got very far because I just wanted to ask everyone. Yeah, and you really posted this question only like two or three days ago too, right? Yeah. So a couple of things. First of all, I'm always one to not want to spend too much money up front on something, but kind of like that story of the local health and wellness magazine, when it came down to the fact that it was actually so affordable just to run that ad, I went, yeah, okay. So it's kind of similar to a common flaw of a lot of stage hypnotists is that they wouldn't go out and book shows because they don't yet have a sound system. Right, yeah. Which is stupid because you can specifically target places that already have an existing sound system. Now that's no longer a limitation, which admittedly that's something that it could be insanely expensive. It could be very affordable. Actually, the sound program that I'm using these days, if I'm working a high school, I think can still be purchased for like $300. So they really don't have to be that expensive. But anyway, so you mentioned a banner and I'd of all things reference I have a Virginia hypnosis tablecloth. I've got a work smart hypnosis tablecloth, if anyone here has seen me at a convention. And I was holding back on that at first until I finally just did a simple Google search and just saw that as long as I wasn't trying to do a rush project and I wanted it tomorrow, these things can be made for very, very affordable rates. To the point that, I mean, I could look up and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, the specific company that I used, though a lot of these production companies that can do logoed and branded items, I hate to use this phrase, but a lot of them kind of are dime a dozen. I've actually, and I really don't like making this statement, I've had better customer service dealing with these big shops that are online more so than a local person. Yeah. I mean, I did a class with Larry and Cheryl Elman last year in July. And as a last minute thing, we decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we had some custom bags made for the students to carry around all their materials? Oh, yeah. And found out that it's so affordable that I'm actually considering doing that for my certification students. It was a lot less money than I thought. So here came a box of 24 bags, really high quality canvas bags with embroidered printing and three of them ripped. Okay, the company just right away. Do you want us to send you three new ones or just want us to refund you the value of three bags? And truth be told, we only needed like 18, so we got a refund. And I've had moments where with local vendors, and this will vary, of course. So long story short on the banner, it can be done so affordably. And then it just becomes an asset that you have. We're talking like 40, 50 bucks. It's worth it. Jason, can I just ask on that banner, just talking about the banner, uh, should I just invest right now, because I'm trying to keep it as low cost, Yeah. on my name rather than virtual gastric band? Yeah, as much as we spent some time talking about niche, I mean, you could. I would actually rather see you do it with your specific practice. Right. Because especially if we're talking about a health fair and they leave and maybe, and we haven't gotten to the handout yet, maybe they did not get your information, but now they're leaving and they have not yet connected that you are the one providing the service. Right. So if they were going to do a search for it after the fact, if it's Victoria Hypnosis, then it's going to have your information on it. Yeah, and I can always, obviously down the line, get something else, but I, I can only afford one banner. And so I was hoping you would say that because I can take that anywhere, can't I, and and talk about other things. And again, think of it as an asset. I mean, here's a moment where I was giving a presentation somewhere and just the table they gave me was ugly. (laughs) And because I knew out in the car was the Virginia hypnosis tablecloth, I went, oh, hang on. 
and I went and got mine and put it on the table. It was one of these. Wow, I never thought about the tablecloth. I really didn't. Oh, that's what I was referring to, actually. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Oh, we might be talking two different things. I was saying you said a tablecloth that you had your logo on or your Yeah, when you were saying banner, I was I was reading that as No, I'm I'm talking both actually. I'm saying the banner for sure, but now you've given me the idea of a tablecloth, which I never would have thought of. Yeah, the tablecloth is what I was referring to. The problem with a banner is that you're gonna to want to make sure I mean, venue is gonna be an issue where there's some places that there's just not a place to hang something like that up. They've told me there is. They've told okay. me can, yes. Then if that's the case, then consider it. I would maybe think the least you should do is maybe some sort of tablecloth. But let's rewind it back. And you can be as specific, you can be as general as is appropriate here. Is this health fair going out to a specific market or is it kind of like a general health fair? It's a women's health expo. It's general, I would say. Got it. But there seems to be a lot of, I'm going to say, alternative. And, and not just that, but Victoria is a city of alternatives, so I suspect. But there's also hairstyling, and mm-hmm. and they've got a couple of celebrities coming from TV and that kind of thing. Yeah. So bigger picture, I would lean on this specific statement. You want to, at best, position yourself to be the expert, appear rather than a person at a table selling something like everybody else's. So with that filter in mind, it might be unfortunately too late for this one, though it completely changes the dynamic up for any future events. And what I mean by that is chances are this event likely has opportunities for people to be speakers. I know where you're going here. Yeah, and to be the speaker who has the opportunity of rather than I'm walking by the tables picking up whatever junk people have on their tables they're giving out for free, because recognize that is a challenge with a health fair, that there are people who will go there, they'll get their baggie, and they just want to walk around and grab all the free crap they can. Yes. <laughs> Not saying that's everybody, but that's... No, I know, that's what happens. Yeah, that's definitely a type of person who you are going to run into, Though, imagine the difference that's going to exist when here's a person who they're leaving that hairstylist at the table next to you, and now they're in front of you. As opposed to, you've just stepped off the platform having given a presentation, Mm -hmm. and now you get to play the Pied Piper game to your table. Yes. (laughs) And I can hear from the tone of your voice, something's clicking now. Yeah. Which the benefit here is it in many ways, and this is one of these, just these principle style statements that it doesn't matter the platform. This is one of these aspects we can fold into our business is to define for ourselves the appropriate places in which we should show versus when we should tell. So in the case here, if you're just standing behind a table with a stack of brochures, which I've done that before too, and just had stuff to hand out and a sign-up sheet, which we'll, we'll get to that in a few moments too. But it's where if I just had that, I was there like the skincare person. I was there like the hairstylist, like the person selling vitamins or whatever else. And there wasn't anything really that special about me. So again, as much as you can actually position yourself, think of it in terms of this. You want to be there as the expert. You only want to be there as the vendor, as a courtesy, because you're also there as the expert. Because there would be people who will hear whatever presentation you end up giving and want more information. And that's going to be that group of people that you do your sales with, that you do your actual interactions with. So it kind of brings things to a different concept, which 
in that presentation, show versus tell. This is a place where it's where we have the benefit with hypnosis to really give an experience. So to do some sort of demonstration, to do, even if it's just a suggestibility test, something that gives people a really experience rather than just, oh, and the word hypnosis was invented in 1875. And yes. we also can do work with this category and this category. I'll be honest, I have never done a talk. Yeah. And, and so that alone would be something that, I, you know, I need to. But, but I Which I would share, I mean, I would purposefully give you an example in a different category, which I'll give you the criteria on this. I am in a position now that I am not actively trying to build out my clientele seeing clients here at my office, Virginia Hypnosis. The applications of doing live talks and then doing a lot of business networking as I teach and then all the crazy stuff that I also I do online, it's through those channels and building that up and then nice solid referral systems that I've established over the years. I do not have to do anything active these days to see more clients. But you did at one time. But I did at one point. I separate all of the business stuff into being two categories. There are active strategies and there are passive strategies, which calling one of them passive is an absolute lie because today's a day where actually I'm in the office purely for almost administrative purposes. I had a coaching call that I did this morning, but then the rest of the day is devoted to a project that I'm announcing tomorrow, actually, which I cannot reference here. But it's something that's being announced, but it suddenly became, I got to shoot videos, I've got to write content for a website, and I moved a session appointment to the next day to really give myself a block of time to just knock that out. So I would call that eventually a passive strategy, but today it is nowhere near passive because I've been working yeah. since seven yeah. in the morning on it, taking a nice little break to chat with you. <laughs> but look at it from that perspective of active and passive, and it really comes down to the end goal of the process. So a video on a website eventually falls into the category of being passive because now it's an asset that exists somewhere else, as opposed to you're going to a health fair that's active and you're going to be there. So what I'm getting at here though, the closest thing I can reference is when I'm at a convention, doing a hypnosis convention these days. And well, you have two of them. The products that I offer, I do the most sales. When I wrap up a talk that I've given, and again, have the imagery in your mind of I'm doing the Pied Piper thing back to my table. Mm -hmm. Because the people who then follow me in that moment are the ones who have already self-identified as being the most interested in the message that I was there to share. And whether it's buying a product, whether it's just talking about it, these are the people who are then qualified to have that conversation rather than, hear the paraphrase carefully, what free crap are you giving away? Okay. <laughs> so as, as much as you can, so I would encourage, especially the dirty rotten trick to it would be before you look into it, come up with maybe two or three different titles, two or three different possible programs, and call it what we call in the business world an assumptive close. Oh. Hey, I have some presentations that are available, and here are a couple of options that are ready to go. Which of these three would you be the most interested in having? Right. So to give them a menu rather than giving them a bunch of options. It's like in some of the content of mine you've got already, I tell the story of the plumber who we had to hire to repair a bathroom that the tub was leaking. 
And he's asking all sorts of questions that I don't know the first thing about plumbing. It just goes, make it look like it did before, but make it not leak. <laughs> you know, I'm that kind of shopper for that kind of thing. I wasn't qualified to make any real decisions. Just, just make it look like it did before. Just, you know, <laughs> make it not drip water down to our dining room table was all I need, knew to ask. So to go into that with specific offers and really your best strategy is before you make that contact, make that title of a program as sexy, as enticing, as desirable. I would say phrase it in this way. Make it a title of a program that even the person reviewing your email, reviewing your contact would go, hey, I want to see this. <laughs> and your easiest way to do this is going to make use of one of my favorite websites. Go to a little website called buzzfeed.com. Are you familiar with it? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Buzzfeed is buzzworthy news. It's a lot of social media stuff. It's a lot of, there's news that's on there. There's a lot of what's called listicles, which is the article that's just a list, 11 ways to do this. Mm -hmm. or it's just perhaps just commentary or editorials. And I'm actually loading up BuzzFeed right now just to find one to play with. And the easiest format is to begin with a number. And here's one. Let's see. Unfortunately, we got the news today just to, to date the recording that the actor Alan Rickman passed away this morning. But here is a headline on this website, 13 Magnificent Roles to Remember Alan Rickman's Career By. So to take a headline such as that, which these are the current leaders of people who are really sharing information that really gets people's attention and just play the game of, you know, maybe change the number because you probably would only have about maybe 20 minutes for a presentation at something like this, unless it's really full breakout sessions, you know, five outstanding techniques to reprogram your mind for your weight loss success. And to present a workshop such as that, and it's basically from the format of, hi, my name is Vicki, this is the name of my practice, and here's what I do, and today I'm here to talk to you about five self-hypnosis strategies that you can make use of today to help you empower your weight loss. And then you launch into your content from there. So it establishes you as a person who is credible, who is an expert, you could come up with that content today, and this would be the formula of giving such a presentation. And just to start with that, what if you only come up with four, retitle your program? What if you come up with seven, retitle your program? But it doesn't have to be a number. But basically, it's this whole modeling excellence to find the format of a headline that grabs your attention and then spin it in a way to fit your criteria. In, in the business world, this is often what's referred to as building a swipe file. This is why I very rarely throw away my junk mail. I mean, I may snap a photo of it, then recycle it, but I don't delete my spam. Actually, when I'm getting email from people, actually, I'll load up one now. Let me see if I can find one on the fly because other marketers are using outstanding headlines. Okay, I'm five foot four, which makes it very difficult for me to buy clothing. So the two places I can shop turn out to be Express for Men and Guess. Oh. <laughs> so I have emails today from both of them, it turns out. I see. And a headline here in the email, one more chance, use your January offer before it expires. You know, and to spin a headline like that, whether it's the name of a presentation, the name of an email, the name of a blog post, but it's a position of coming up with a title that's going to grab somebody's attention. So really, the main thing I wanted to share with you here is to go into that environment of this upcoming health fair, and whether it's this one, whether it's a future one, 
to find that opportunity to be there as the expert who happens to also be a vendor rather than the person who's just there trying to sell something like everybody else. Yeah, that's fabulous. I mean, I will, I'm not sure for this one, as you say, but and BuzzFeed, I didn't even, that's great. And also, I've been listening to the groups I'm a member of, and I was looking at this health fair primarily in many ways to get my contacts, you know, yes. to get emails and for the um, things that you suggest. Which in many ways connects with the same information that we've already just chatted about. There's a very cynical statement that I want people to remember and hear it from the most positive place possible. <laughs> Nobody wants to sign up for your newsletter. No. And you've heard me say that before, so you already get it. Ah. <laughs> but what it comes down to is you're on someone's website and it says sign up for this newsletter. The best thing you can do is ask the question back, either so what, as I prefer, or maybe a little bit more positive, well, why? Because instead, to give people a very specific offer, a very specific reason to sign up for something. So I can point to some examples of mine. You know, in the next month, Hypnosis Business Bootcamp is currently no longer for sale because I'm relaunching it as Hypnotic Business Systems. So that's something that's non-existent at the time of this recording. But as people hear this probably into February, it'll be back on the market under a different title for some branding purposes. Mostly with the original title, I could not sell that to anyone outside of the hypnosis profession. But by retitling it Hypnotic Business Systems, I could now share that with the acupuncturist. I can now offer that to the massage therapist. I could sell that to the hairstylist who's going to be at your upcoming health fair. Yeah. So that's that's a big part of the name change. It maintains my niche, mm -hmm. but it also opens it up to others as well. So the statement, no one wants to be on your newsletter. Well, the thing that sold the first couple of dozen copies of that business program was not the long form sales page that was just, you know, scroll after scroll of all the details about that program. It was instead something that probably a lot of you listening to this now have already been a part of. What I created, the 10-Day Hypnosis Business Challenge. 10 days of videos, 10 days of action steps. You're a member of what was formerly Boot Camp is now becoming Business Systems. And in that one, the members of that program got a copy of an email stream to uh, offer on a website all about helping clients quit smoking. So people don't want to just sign up for more information the specific offer was for the free report, seven ways to stop smoking or something of that nature. Right. So the concept becomes to, quote, thingify an object, a thing that they're going to request, because then people want that thing. Is the Sports Illustrated magazine popular up in Canada or is that more? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you know, bit of a riddle, do you know the specific point in history where their subscriptions practically tripled? No. Okay. Many people would guess it was probably about the time they started to do the swimsuit edition. Oh, of course, yeah. Which was not it at all. No. Because their subscription fan base exploded when all of a sudden, if you wanted to have a football phone, you had to sign up for Sports Illustrated magazine. <laughs> And there were people who were actually subscribing multiple times over because they wanted more of those phones to give people as gifts. So funny. You know, it's like the person who buys the Happy Meal at McDonald's and throws away the food and keeps the toy. Yes. So keep that little history and business lesson in the back of your mind. Now, it could be a physical item, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. 
I have a um, an opt-in. Again, I took this advice from the business boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an opt-in now on my website for um, an MP3 relaxation. Beautiful. And to make your opt-in, I'd phrase it this way, and I say this without bragging, but understand I am bragging. When I'm at a convention these days, you know, those of you who have seen me there, my opt-in is very specific for this is what you're going to get. So this year at both NGH and HypnoThoughts Live, this past year in 2015, it was to sign up for a webinar that I was doing, and I think it was turn your hypnosis website into a money printing machine. Mm -hmm. So it was very specific, this is what you're going to get. And the reason I highlight that is not perhaps about the content, but there was an interesting interaction I had with someone who then just had the clipboard out at their table, you know, sign up for my list. Yes. By the end of the three-day event, and they were at both events as well, by the end of the three-day events, they probably had about maybe 20, 30 names. By the end of it for me, I had entries in the hundreds. And I do not believe that's because I made things a little bit more fancy and you could opt in with an iPad. At my station, I'm using an app called iCapture, which I would not necessarily recommend right now because it is kind of pricey to use it. Piece of paper works as well which I'll give you a tip on that actually here. Before we started recording, I mentioned that I come from a family where everyone's a photographer. Mm -hmm. So growing up, it was helping my parents set up the bridal shows where they'd put up a big display with photos and the wedding albums and everything. And the one takeaway I took from that was not the size of the display that they did. No, it was instead that what was their specific offer? Enter to win a free bridal portrait session. Yeah. And that was their entry point. And it mentioned the value is this. But more specifically, it wasn't a clipboard. Why? Because only one person can fill it out at a time. So the easiest thing you could do, and I'll actually do this here. We'll put this in the show notes and I'll send it to you right away by email. I can actually share with you a entry form that I made for a health fair. And then I had them printed, I think, The one that I've got ready just to send out, if you go to, I'll give a link for everybody. If you go to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash healthfair, that'll redirect over to the show notes for this specific session. And I'll make the download of the opt-in form that I made available to anybody who wants it. And I'll send it to you, Vicki, today by email. But specifically, instead of having one single place where people had to wait to opt in, which is a flaw of my iPad system that I'm using. Instead, I had multiple like postcard size pieces of index stock. Ah. So a couple of stacks of the cards, a couple of pens that were out, which meant if five people came to my table at once, all five could opt in at the same time. And so I would like to do an enter to win a um, complete virtual gastric band program, you know, the five sessions. Which you very well could do. I Before I was involved with VGB, I did a health fair. It was a health fair I did in 2000. I'm looking for the file on my computer right now as we speak. But what I actually did was I had a enter to win form. And I think it's back in the days. I did this for a while and I stopped doing it only for the reason that I didn't want to travel. I was doing weight loss sessions in people's homes right. with a group. So the enter to win was for a free group, right. which... One person won. I was ethical about it. I shuffled them up and pulled one out at random. But it also gave me a reason to connect with everybody who then opted in. What I'd prefer as one step better than that is for everybody to get value. 
Yeah. So whether they win or not, and this is the ultimate business lesson, people should be getting value from you whether they're paying you or not. Yes. Now, obviously, those people who pay you for the service are going to clearly get the best value. But even like, for example, when I'm doing a webinar these days, it's the same formula that my goal is to completely, you know, do a great job of sharing content that even if you don't, you know, then listen for the pitch that comes at the end of any webinar, as it should, you know, for those who want more information on this, that's how you probably found me as well, you know, to then have that style of process where some people will get just the right amount of information that they need. When you operate from that, then you're not just playing the game of here's my stuff, will you buy it or not? Yes. Instead, it's actually filling your list, building a relationship with these people because there's sometimes that they first interact with you, but it's not the right time for them to make that decision. What else can I give them then other than if I'm offering a, you know, a free, so to speak, program, what else can I give as value for us? Well, you already actually mentioned one. It could just simply be something you already have, which was the same audio download that's on your website. Yeah, which is going to improve. So I'm going yeah. to make better. But yeah, okay. Which I'm on your website here. I changed some things since you looked yeah. at it. I have the call to action and I um, have a video. I was actually on Shore TV, which is a local TV show. So oh, beautiful. It's a video. But that MP3 I'm going to change, make it a lot nicer and better. But is that something that you think? Yeah. And what I was checking to see is if it was titled well, if you were just simply calling it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm not, I'm not a writer, so that would be useful to me. Well, stop saying you're not a writer and <laughs> just work on becoming a better one. <laughs> no, I mean, right now it's called, the one on your website is called Relax and Let Go. Yeah. And I would maybe, again, the, the magical term is to thingify it, which would be in addition to entering to win a virtual gastric band process, You'll also receive the, quote, relax and go, end quote, stress relief home hypnosis program. Make it into more of a thing. You know, turn it into more of a football phone, <laughs> to use the <laughs> metaphor from before, than it is right now. Because then it becomes a thing that people go, oh, I want the relax and let go program. It's the difference between giving someone your stress relief program and then something that, even if it's not technically branded, now it feels branded. That really is useful. Which again, makes it into a thing that people want. It's the 10-day hypnosis business challenge. It's the video test drive experience as I do for most of my classes. It's kick the habit, seven steps towards successful smoking cessation. And you've heard me crack the joke that I couldn't find any more S sounds to put in that <laughs> title. But the more we can turn it into a specific thing, which in many ways... A lot of what I want you to hear is it may be repackaging content you already know. Yeah. You could probably take your virtual gastric band process as you know it and pull out the bullet points of what that program addresses and then turn that into one of these talks. Yeah. So Sheila's program starts off with the, uh, well, the guideposts, you know, just that presentation alone. And specifically the two points, the first two, the one about, you know, law of concentrated attention, going out and getting something new and focusing on that every day. Mm -hmm. And then the second one, changing the mental dialogue. And this is, again, an example of show versus tell, that in the presentation, you would show basically what the strategy is. You'll want to reinforce your subconscious mind every single day for the first few weeks with the new patterns you want to create. 
And when you learn the right moments of when to reinforce these patterns in your mind and the best methods to do that, that's when I find people have the best of success. Well, what was left out of that description? When is the best time and what's the method? And the answer to that is, well, hire Vicky. She's the expert. Are you familiar with a swish pattern in NLP? Yes. Okay. So an example of that for the trainer. The swish pattern at its core is basically a process of switching out two images uh, for each other, reprogramming the negative image to now become a positive outcome. And the really great thing about this technique is when you learn the best placement of these two images and specifically how one should be associated and one should be dissociated, that is that one most critical factor that makes this technique either completely ineffective or one of the most effective things you can do. And to learn the techniques behind this method, visit this, and here's the call to action now. But now people are wanting that information. So you wouldn't necessarily go through all the guidelines, you'd just pick two or three of them. You could go through all of them, though I would love to see it in a format where you're giving just a taste. Yes, yeah. But then people are getting really good value. You know, maybe give a few strategies, teach some valuable content, but then the ultimate solution to really solve the issue is, and this is the simplest of transitions you can make, and this is one that even locations that are a little bit sensitive about sales do not take offense to the statement. So at this point, you've got a lot of great information that you could go out there and begin to create success on your own. However, I know some of you still have questions or perhaps need a little bit more help. And my table is located over at the B7 spot in the exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. I'm going to head there right after this presentation. I'll be there to answer all the questions you've got. Thank you. Yeah. And just that simplest of transition. Yeah. I would also give a small thing at the beginning of a presentation, which is to say, never apologize for your business. And I was guilty of this. You know, what I did at one point, and I got my wrist slapped because it was stupid. Uh, (laughs) I'm a hypnotherapist. I work with clients for this, but I'm not here today to talk about that. Today, I'm here to talk about this. Oh. No, 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 no. I don't know what the hell was in my head for that. Hi, I'm Jason Lynette. I'm a board-certified hypnotist and award-winning instructor of hypnosis. And today I'm here to talk to you about fill-in-the-blank that I launched into my content. So it's just the fact that, well, here's who I am. Hmm. Yes. Thank you. Excellent. The other, maybe a final point before we wrap up, would be to consider how you interact with people as they're walking by. Real quickly, the handout, you mentioned that I wouldn't really put too much time into it. Because I would rather you focus your strategy on collecting their information yes, rather than giving out yours. Now, because of the environment, it's going to be a little weird. Unfortunately, I can say this now. It's going to be weird for you to be there not giving something out. Yeah. But I would not necessarily spend too much time on it. Instead, maybe a one-page handout, you know, full sheet. I wouldn't even worry about doing a trifold unless you've got something ready to go. I would make it like a one-sheet deal, maybe with a business card attached to it, that should be benefit-rich, maybe a few testimonials on there as well if you've got them, Mm -hmm. something of value, something to stick in their hands, because the real business is going to come from the interactions that you create, as opposed to the one who's now going through their bag and, oh, awesome, I now have a pen from this hairstylist, (laughs) you know, who's sorting through the booty they've collected. No. What would you on that one page handout just, just I would maybe bullet points benefits of the service 
I mean, you did also virtual gastric band through me. So you've actually, oh, you've already got something because the people who do VGB with me get my handout. Yes, yes. So you've actually got that all ready to go and you already... Oh, so just take that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get those printed up. Use nextdayflyers.com. Really cheap. And we'll put that in the notes as well. Yeah, Next Day Flyers is the company that I used to print those out. I just have something like that. If you're there pitching that, you've already got something because you got that from me. So quickly, I know you're busy, but can I just go back on? I'm going to do the Enter to Win, a free whatever. Yeah. And and the MP3 kind of, hey, this is what I want everyone to have kind of situation. Yeah. Should I have that just as a giveaway, like literally give it to them in their hand? Or should I have them to enter to have that? No, I would give that to everybody. This is where it's going to depend on the on your budget as well as your end product. So like in the boot camp content, the stuff that's going to be in business systems, I mentioned a package in the mail, which I would send a package in the mail to a potential student because my student signing up is going to be upwards of $2,000. But I wouldn't send a package in the mail for someone, you know, signing up for, you know, my hypnotize with conviction program, which is yeah. a lower cost item. It's 97 so it's where it's depending on the goals, depending on your budget. So I wouldn't necessarily do a physical thing. I'd want to set it up to be like you already have it here to send it by email after the event. Or, or giving them my business card with something on the back saying, download my... No, I would want to make sure I got the opt-in in person. I wouldn't want to play the game of now they have to go home and remember to do something. I see. So I'd want to see it that in this scenario, I'm imagining it's probably this. They opt in at your table, they fill out a form, and then you're going back to your computer and then you're manually entering those email addresses in. And then that's what's sending it to them. Yes, right. That's likely the sequence here. I would phrase it in this order, perhaps, you know, share your email address, never submit. No one wants to submit to things. (laughs) Instead, share your email address to get my, quote, relax and go stress relief program, a technique you can use in less than 15 minutes to dissolve away unwanted stress, and you'll be entered to win a fill-in-the-blank. excellent. Use that kind of language, and as simple as I've done this in the past, I just go into like Microsoft Word, and I just write that up in big block letters. I print that up on a big sheet of yellow paper, Mm -hmm. and then from like Staples, Office Max, Office Depot, whatever the store may be, get one of those like little display stands for like a little uh, flyer, you know, for eight and a half yeah. by 11 uh, sheet of paper, which total expense of that usually... So that sheet is about that size, obviously. Yeah, which is usually, I mean, the plastic display thing is usually like five or six bucks. Yeah, I think I've even got one of those. Yeah, I did, which this is a dirty, rotten secret. I have bought and gifted those to so many people over the years because they're like $4 at Staples. And I think at HypnoThoughts Live last year, I got in early, I drove to Staples, I bought two of them, and I think I gave them to Kevin Cole. <laughs> because they're so they're so affordable and they're also so cheaply made that they're going to break in whatever I ship. Right. <laughs> yeah. When I taught a class at the HypnoBirthing Convention a few years ago, that was also in Vegas, I think 2014. That was a fun one because I did a bonus question on the exam for the students and whoever won got a free tripod. Well, the answer was it's the tripod I actually picked up while I was out there and didn't want to pay to ship it back. They also got a yoga mat and they also got what else? <laughs> you get the idea. You know, I really appreciate this, particularly this little last section, because I would have 
done it differently, but I see now that we're giving we're giving everyone something. Yes. And especially the benefit is your offer is specific for virtual gastric band, as yeah. we've talked about, but everybody can use that stress program. That's right. Yes. Which means that even though you're there representing a niche, here's the one who wants to quit smoking. Here's the one with a 12-year-old gymnast who suddenly can't do a backwards flip. Here's the one that has to give a presentation is now feeling nervous. It's going to have your foot in the door for those others. So it's a little principle that I really haven't talked about anywhere else about I often, when I'm niching down on something, I'm also looking at an indirect method to also generalize that message out. Yes. So the one who wants to hear that niche-specific message is going to get it, and the one who doesn't need to hear that niche-specific message will still filter what I've said and go, oh, I can see this guy from my golf game. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, where can people find you online? You can find me at victoriahypnosis.ca, and um, I'd be really happy to uh, talk to anyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at WorkSmartHypnosis.com. All right. Thank you so much for sticking through that recording. A lot of great business strategies, a lot of great actionable steps to make use of in that. And I want to share with you two specific opportunities that are coming up. First of all, you've heard Vicki and I just spend some time talking about virtual gastric band which honestly, I just cannot think of another hypnosis protocol out there that has helped launch as many businesses as this one. And it's a course that I'm a trainer of for Sheila Granger. And you can actually check out that over at learnvirtualgastricband.com and actually get instant access to the actual training that I did back in September. All the downloads, all the bonus content, and including uh, the actual physical resource that when Vicky was asking me about a handout, I pointed out, hey, Vicky, you already have one from me. So if you're looking at adding another weight loss solution, or if you just simply need a weight loss solution for your clientele, it's an excellent option that's out there. Head over to learnvirtualgastricband.com. And let's do this as a nice little extra offer. If you type in, let's use her name. If you type in Vicky, V-I-C-K-Y. Make sure that's in lowercase. If you type in Vicky, all in lowercase letters, that'll actually take off a bit of a hefty discount for you as well for uh, listening to this program. In addition to that, if you want more business strategy like this, I encourage you to join me. HypnoThoughts Live 2016, a pre-convention offering hypnotic business mastery. There's going to be several hot seat opportunities, just like the one you've just listened to. Plus, on top of that, some of the latest and greatest information you can use to really grow out your business. You can learn more over at hypnoticbusinessmastery.com. That's going to be happening pre-convention at the HypnoThoughts Live Convention 2016. It's August this year out in Las Vegas. So two websites to check out, learnvirtualgastricband.com. Use the promo code Vicky, all in lowercase letters to get a nice hefty discount on that program, get instant access to that, or join me live in Las Vegas in August 2016, hypnoticbusinessmastery.com. See you soon.